1: This is All of It, and I'm Allison Stewart. Before the break, we heard from Vulture theater critic Helen Shaw about her list of notable theater of 2021, which inspired us to revisit one of our very favorite Broadway interviews of this year. And it was with one of the less traditional shows, but one that was honored with a special Tony this year. Freestyle Love Supreme combines hip hop and improv to outstanding effect, pulling stories from the lives of audience members and retelling them on stage with beats, rhymes, and a lot of swag. This show reopened on Broadway back in October and featured the usual rotating cast of members and alumni, including Wayne Brady, David Diggs, and co-founder Lin-Manuel Miranda. The final performance on Broadway will happen this Sunday, January 2nd. You heard me say on Broadway, because if you don't live close to New York City, there's some good news. Freestyle Love Supreme will be hitting the road, heading on a tour across the U.S. in 2022, including San Francisco, boston detroit and san antonio and if you can't snag some tickets or don't feel comfortable doing so there is the 2020 documentary about the group titled we are freestyle of supreme and you can watch that in the comfort of your own home streaming on hulu we were thrilled to be joined by four members of the current broadway cast co-founder anthony vanaziali vanaziali sorry about that freestylers anissa folds and andrew bancroft and two-time beatbox champion kyla Mulliday. When we joined them, when they joined us, it was one of our pledge drive periods. So Anthony, Anissa, Andrew, and Kayla gave us a little live taste of their incredible talents when they freestyled a few reasons to give to WNYC. When I, on the spur of the moment, gave them words to use like tote bag and independent. You'll hear that at the end of the segment. Now, to begin, I was there for Freestyle Love Supreme's opening night. And at the end of the show, co-founder Anthony became really emotional. So I began my conversation with the group by asking Anthony what was going through his head in that moment.
2: Oh, wow. Uh, There's a lot of inside baseball moment happening there. Um, But the previous opening night that we had, um, I don't think I expressed how important Tommy Kail was to not only the show, but to me. Um, and we do something in our show called Second Chance, which is where we give a moment to an audience member to um, take back something that went wrong. And this felt like I was getting a second chance so that I mm. could say out loud to the whole audience and to the world that this show really um, it only exists because of, of the amount of effort and all of the different things that Tommy brings to the table. Um, and, and he is a dear friend of mine and, For me to have uh, made that mistake in the past to get a moment of redemption and corrective behavior, um, brought definitely me to um, my proverbial emotional knees.
1: So Andrew, you know, we heard a little bit of that song that you wrote about the pandemic and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you were part of the original crew that was on Broadway in 2019, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, I was. Mm, So
1: what, you know, so it ended, that ended before COVID. So what had been the plan for the spring of 2020 for you and what led to that song?
0: Uh, You know, honestly, the, uh, a a number of us from the group Freestyle of Supreme started an academy and during the pandemic, uh, we, we moved all of our classes online and this community that we were, you know, we started off teaching, freestyling, beatboxing, and, uh, you know, having each other's back, supporting each other, doing something vulnerable. And the academy really became a lifeline, I think, for a number of people, uh, myself included, for actual connection because we're all separated just in our homes, alone. Uh, and I thought a lot during the pandemic about people who were not as privileged as I was people who are living check paycheck to paycheck, people with mental health um, challenges, and just how hard the pandemic already was for me and how hard it must be for people who don't have that support network. Um, So for me, that was a little bit of an anthem to people in our community or people who don't have a community like that, like FLS or FLS Academy to come together. Uh, And, you know, for me, art, is just a way to connect us, to thread emotion and humor and true stories together. So that for me was kind of like a, you know, uh, it was something that I needed to do for myself, but also hoped that, you know, other people here, because other people have made so much music and art that has connected me and lifted me up in a time when I really needed it.
1: So Anissa, you were, you went to the FSL Academy, right? I did, yeah. What initially drew you to it?
3: I was a big fan of Freestyle of Supreme. I had been for a few years. I um, found out about the group through Seeing in the Heights, which I was a really big fan of because I'd never seen rap used in musicals in that way. And I was a fan of musical theater, but wasn't sure that I wanted to pursue it because I didn't see myself and I didn't really connect um, in a bunch of ways. But once I saw that show, it kind of opened my mind and, and, and it, it inspired me to say, okay, like musical theater is changing, it's evolving, things are happening. And through that, I found out about Freestyle of Supreme. And I just <laughs> remember being like, this is everything I've ever wanted to do in one thing. Wow, holy moly. And then I missed the uh, winter run at Ars Nova in 2019. And I was really sad about that. I saw that they were having a class at the of Supreme Academy. I signed up, thought nothing of it. I was like, this is, I'm just gonna sign up. And then I got an email asking me to be a part of it. And it was incredible to be in a space to use these tools I'd never used. Mm-hmm before in a a structured way and it opened up so many things for me including being asked to audition for broadway which doesn't happen
1: (laughs) (laughs) not every day anyway (laughs) yeah (laughs) so kayla you teach beatboxing as well right
4: yes i do i love sharing the art form of beatboxing what is lesson number one (laughs) Uh, lesson number one uh, is just having fun with your voice connecting to this instrument that we have with us at all times I think the thing with even uh, beatboxing or freestyling or improv is that even though it's something that any of us can do at any times right this instrument our human instrument is with us at all times we're so afraid to use it Mm -hmm. and we're so afraid to channel that part of ourselves so when you come into our beatboxing class or my beatboxing class the first thing is we're just gonna have fun with our voice we're gonna make some silly weird sounds Mm -hmm. and you're gonna get comfortable um, um not knowing what's going to come next and not overthinking uh, what sounds or what noises or even what words, in our case, are going to come out of your mouth.
1: I'm talking to some members of the cast of Freestyle Love Supreme, Anthony Vance Alley. <laughs> oh, there's, oh, there's going to be oh, like <laughs> sound effects. I like this. Andrew Bancroft, Kayla Mullady, and Anissa Foltz. So, Andrew, when did it become – actually, no, what when were, what was something you learned from the first run on Broadway that has been useful this time around?
0: Ooh, good question. Um, you know, I, it was such a new experience to step out on that stage um, in in theaters. You know, I've been to Broadway shows before and have not really seen improv on that stage. Uh, you know, it's people uh, who are incredible performers performing something that was written by an incredible writer. So for us to be in that space, it was really surreal. Um, but the pretty quickly, even though there were 800 people there instead of three who might have come to your first improv show, uh, the it really just became about listening to each other and playing with your friends on stage. So it was interesting to me how it went from being this like m- massive kind of big giant feeling to, to being really intimate yeah. and being, oh, I'm, I'm really just playing with my friends still. And we're getting suggestions and energy from the audience. It's just there's a lot more uh, creative voltage running through because there's 800 people there instead of three, <laughs> you know? so
1: Anthony, for you, the same idea. Like when you went to Broadway, what was something that you found you could do on Broadway that you hadn't been able to accomplish in the intimate spaces?
2: Mm. Oh, wow. That's a really good question. I think that voltage kind of gets to this concept of like depth Yet yeah, having these interactions where there's what I call oxygen deprivation moments, mm-hmm. where they all inhale at the same time, whether that's because a person tells a story about a moment that was particularly embarrassing uh, or we recreate that moment up on stage. When people take that sort of that big inhale, um, it, it just sort of amps up not only, I think, the the skill and the ability that we are hoping to to bear witness to as well. Like for us, I think we're conduits in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. Like it's about getting out of the way, like Kayla was saying, you know, we can muscle and overthink things with our our like planning mind. Uh, and and we're, you know, I, that's the dorsolateral prefrontal cortex. Like it's this part of the, your brain where you're like, yeah. I have to judge and muscle all of this to, to like really accomplish it. Um, and then there's this other part that's a little bit more like flow state. And I think flow state's like a channeling thing. So when we have that many people out there syncing up like that, are, the depth of feeling is greater, and the heights of our sort of emotional and um, let's call it skill level, I think, got ratcheted up, and so the peaks and the valleys just got even Kilimanjaroed and Marianas trenched.
4: <laughs> Those are <laughs> verbs,
2: by the way.
1: They are now, um, <laughs> Anissa. You've done traditional musical theater before. What was something that you had to rethink or relearn? Um, that there's no script. and I don't
3: know what's going to happen on the stage. (laughs) Um, Coming into the group, these people have been doing the show for so long. So, you know, when Kayla and I walked in there for a week of Broadway rehearsals, which is also not something that (laughs) happens A a whole week? A whole week. 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 It was insane. It was terrifying, but it was also the most freeing experience I've ever had. You know, as an actor, I hate memorizing things. So... (laughs) (laughs) so it's really yeah it it, it actually works out so coming into this i i kind of had to get out of my head of there's nothing on the page there's no wrong there's no right you can whatever you bring to the table is correct so that was something that i i had to uh take in and uh just being thrown into it is how you learn how to do it. So the first week of previews, the first show, I was thrown on that stage and that's how you learn by doing, doing, doing Mm -hmm. and falling like I did yesterday on the stage. Literally and figuratively. That that is now on Twitter. Um, (laughs) Falling and knowing that people are gonna pick you up, you know, literally. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) So Kayla, you're so expressive up there and I sort of felt like as an audience member, I wanted to be as expressive back for y'all. But oh. you had a mask. Like, oh. I tried to smile with my eyes. Like, see, I'm smiling. But
4: I'm curious what that's like for you, having all the audience kind of masked. Mm. Oh, they are I'm, masked. Honestly, they are masked. Yes. Yeah, the energy is still there. I Mm -hmm. I feel like the coolest part of our show as well is that we do get to interact with the audience still. Even through the pandemic or through COVID or any of these times, we could still ask the audience these questions, and they're a part of our show. And for me, every night, those moments where we get the stories or the words from the audience, seeing what that particular room and that vibe of the room is that night, that is my most favorite part. And my favorite memories of the show, when I look back even in the last run in 2019 are actually the stories of other people and what they've told. Mm. And it really Mm. feels like, It feels like I'm in a huge like reunion every night with a totally new group of strangers. Um, So even though there are masks, it doesn't feel like there's much distance between us at all. It still feels like they're connected to us. And that's the beauty of our show. I mean, what other Broadway shows can you go to where you can actually be a part of our show uh, with your words, with your energy, um, just like laughing with us? All those moments are so special to us. So that connection didn't feel like it dissolved at all, even yeah. from our last run. Mm-hmm. If anything, I think that people are so grateful mm-hmm. to be back on Broadway, mm-hmm. back with live theater, back with live music, and to just be with strangers again, mm-hmm. that if anything, the energy is more palpable and more appreciated this year. Mm-hmm. We could s- literally check in with them.
1: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm speaking with the cast of Freestyle Love Supreme. Okay, so i talking about connection. On the opening night, there was the snorter. Oh, ah. yeah, oh yeah, and it was kind of magic. I, 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 don't know if that's ever happened to you before. So you ask an audience member to come up and tell them about this day, and this young woman comes up who is just kind of full on sassy. It's got a lot going on, but she's got this snort. Adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and watching y'all's faces every time she snorted, it was just. Um, Anthony, can you explain this woman, Lini, a little bit to our audience and what you were thinking in the conversations about the snorter? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, Nalini, if you're listening, we love you. You're amazing. You. Uh, so, yeah. So we get an audience volunteer, uh, and uh, we ask for them to just share their day with us. And we don't know what we're going to get, right? It's it, That's that part of the live theater. So we're inviting somebody up uh, as close to stage as we can now. They used to come up on stage with us during the previous run, but now they just come to sort of the apron, the very front of the stage. And um, I just ask them questions, and they answer and we, this has never happened to us. We've never had someone who has such a sort of um, delicious yeah. glottal from their flange <laughs> when they inhale <laughs> and 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 snort. I mean, so I, I will try to recreate it for you, right? So whenever Nalini was laughing, and I remember her name so well because she was like, it's like Bellini with an N, yeah, right? am yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. So whenever Nalini laughed, uh, it, it turned into a...
4: <laughs> and it
2: was... It was palpable for everyone. It was a
4: beatbox sound. So, I yeah. was like, I'm going to take classes from you now. Yeah. I, need, I need that sound.
2: Yeah, full so, stop. And it
1: right. happened every 30 seconds, which was the fun. Yeah, it, well,
2: so for me, I knew when, if I were to make her laugh, yeah, you that moment was to. going to happen. And so I really needed to tone my humor down during that interview. I was like, if I make her laugh, we will be here for an hour. <laughs> because every it makes the audience laugh. It makes us up on stage laugh. Like It's a full stop every time. So I. Tried to just really keep it like, like dragnet, like as, mm-hmm. as sort of like uh, just the facts, ma'am, uh, <laughs> and, and, and like to the books as possible. Um, But, you know, that person was incredible. Also, their story, like, we get a glimpse into the life of of a person as we bring them up. Mm -hmm. She's an incredibly uh, productive, and not just productive, but, like, engaged in civic duty, Mm -hmm. right? Like, this person was like, hey, I'm trying to make sure that, like, our government changes so that we have what we think is a more inclusive version of our country. And we're all like, yes, you, all day. Like, we (laughs) need as much energy that you can bring as possible. Uh, just maybe less snorting next time.
0: it's
1: <laughs> <laughs> the perfect balance. All right.
0: was so, good. Was so, good. Good. so,
1: y'all, we are in the middle of our fall fundraising drive. So, I am. Mm-hmm. Can may I give you a few words?
2: Oh. Maybe you can put it. Oh, okay. so, so, like, we're gonna like do yeah. a little rap for the fun Is that okay? All right. So, it.
1: here are the words: tote bag.
2: Ooh. Okay.
1: Mug. Mhm. Public radio. Nerd. Mhm. And independent. Ooh. Ooh, wow! Bag, you got all those? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeti yeah, bag, bag, toe bag
0: toe mug, bag, nerd, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh Public radio, public radio, uh-huh. independent. Got it. I mean, Locked yeah. in. Ready? All right, Ready? Yeah. All right. Yeah. niece.
2: You wanna go first? Yeah. All right. All right, Kayla, drop that beat.
3: Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hey. oh yeah Okay, I gotta ring ring, you know you gotta call my pager You know we're having that fall of fundraiser. Okay, yeah, it's gonna be fun, it's not a drag So enter it and maybe you could
0: win a tote bag wow. Oh yeah, that would not be that bad uh, I'm not a thug, but I like coffee in a mug You gotta get that mug, ah. yeah, it's something to see Yo, we get it here with WNYC Cause that's public radio and that's the so way to go, we love it yeah. Seriously, WNYC, nothing above love it Yeah, you gotta tune in for the fundraiser, so they can keep up the public radio behavior.
2: Yeah, that behavior, yo, come and join the herd, you know we love these, we just word nerds. So (laughs) give us all the ones, we not be didactic, but we gonna bring it back just like we intergalactic, planetary, thank you very much, Beastie Boys, alright, and now I'll give it one more to Young Niece Joyce.
3: Yeah, Yeah, Young Niece, you know what I say though, you know we on the public, the comma and the radio. speaking yeah we got a beautiful host the host with the most yeah we love you and you you got a lot of joy thank you for interviewing us today it's freestyle love supreme behaving in the worst
0: way okay Uh yeah i think that's all we got to say it's yeah. kind of scary did we use all of this vocabulary yeah. i forget uh, that there was one more yeah. word oh what was it, it for real i think anthony has got it yo you touch time. tell us how you feel yeah.
2: How I feel right now, I'm presidential, right? yeah. I just want that independent central station. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. that's right, it's an independent way. That's why we need to fundraise, and we need your money. Hey. And when I said fundraise, I meant fundraise also. All right, yeah, and that's how I bring in the apostle. Rise up, rise, fun rise up, fundraise up. <laughs> bring,
1: bring,
3: bring, bring, bring.
1: <laughs> Best fundraiser ever! Yay. <laughs> That was a special Pledge Drive Freestyle rap from Freestyle Love Supreme co-founder Anthony Venaziali and members Anissa Folds, Andrew Bancroft, and Kyla Mulladay. The song finished out my conversation with the group about their 2021 run on Broadway. The final Freestyle Love Supreme performance at the Booth Theater will be this Sunday, January 2nd, and they are hitting the road for a national tour. You can catch them in cities like Philadelphia, Boston, Charlotte, and L.A. You can also watch a documentary about the group titled We Are Freestyle Love Supreme. It is streaming now on Hulu. This is all of it. There's a lot going on right now mounting economic inequality, threats to democracy, environmental disaster, the sour stench of chaos in the air. I'm Brooke Gladstone, host of WNYC's On the Media. Want to understand the reasons and the meanings of the narratives that led us here, and maybe how to head them off at the pass? That's On the Media's specialty. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts.